Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Wikipedia page of Godzilla, part two of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe, because we're here with Godzilla. And if you don't subscribe, I'm sure he will step on you. All right, this is part two of Godzilla. You may have noticed that I read the opening in both episodes of Godzilla. That's not normally something we do, but we took a day between the readings and Rachel forgot. So I got to read one extra one. Yes. Rachel did forget. A win for Victor Vanato KSN. All right. Shall we? Let's do it. Continuing from part one. Here we are. Godzilla. Roar. Godzilla has a distinctive disyllabic roar transcribed in several comics a screonk, which is created by composer Akira Ifukubi, who produced the sound by rubbing a pine tar resin-coated glove along the string of a contrabass and then slowing down the playback. In the American version of Godzilla Raids Again, 1955, titled Gigantus the Fire Monster, 1959, Godzilla's roar was mostly substituted with that of the monster Angurus. From the return of Godzilla 1984 to Godzilla vs. King Godira. Godzilla was given a deeper and more threatening sounding roar than in previous films, though this change was reverted from Godzilla vs. Mothra, 1992 onward. For the 2014 American film, sound editors Ethan Vanderin and Eric Adal refused to disclose the source of the sounds used for Godzilla's roar. Really, guys? 
Adol described the two syllables of the roar as representing two different emotional reactions, with the first expressing fury and the second conveying the character's soul. That's deep. It is, except they were like hiding how they made the roar. I mean, it's, it's cool. I get it. Yeah, but like, lame. <laughs> Size. Godzilla's size is inconsistent, changing from film to film and even from scene to scene for the sake of artistic license. The miniature sets and costumes were typically built at a 125th to 150th scale and filmed at 240 frames per second to create the illusion of great size. In the original 1954 film, Godzilla was scaled to be 50 meters, 164 feet tall. This was done so Godzilla could just peer over the largest buildings in Tokyo at the time. In the 1956 American version, Godzilla is estimated to be 121.9 meters, 400 feet tall, because producer Joseph E. Levine felt that 50 meters did not sound powerful enough. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Giant monsters need to be bigger. As the series progressed, Toho would rescale the character, eventually making Godzilla as tall as 100 meters, 328 feet. This was done so that it would not be dwarfed by the newer, bigger buildings in Tokyo's skyline, such as the 243 meter tall, 797 foot Tokyo Metropolitan Government Building, which Godzilla destroyed in the film Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. 1991. Supplementary information such as character profiles would also depict Godzilla as weighing between 20,000 and 60,000 metric tons, 22,050 and 66,140 short tons. In the American film Godzilla 2014 from Legendary Pictures, Godzilla was scaled to be 108.2 meters, 355 feet, and weighing 90,000 short tons, 81,650 metric tons making it the largest film version at that time. Director Gareth Edwards wanted Godzilla to be so big as to be seen from anywhere in the city, but not too big that he couldn't be obscured. For Shin Godzilla 2016, Godzilla was made even taller than the legendary version at 118.5 meters, 389 feet. In Godzilla Planet of the Monsters 2017, Godzilla's height was increased further still to 300 meters, 984 feet. In Godzilla King of the Monsters 2019 and Godzilla vs. Kong 2020, Godzilla's height was increased to 119.8 meters, 393 feet from the 2014 incarnation. I think Godzilla should just be able to grow as big as he wants whenever he wants. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you grow as big as you want whenever you want. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Thank you for listening to that message, Wiki listeners. And goodness gracious, I'm back down to normal size. Well, back to reading. Special effects. Godzilla's appearance has traditionally been portrayed in the films by an actor wearing a latex costume, though the character has also been rendered in animatronic stop-motion and computer-generated form. Taking inspiration from King Kong's special effects artist I.G. Tsuburaya had initially wanted Godzilla to be portrayed via stop-motion, but prohibitive deadlines and a lack of experienced animators in Japan at the time made suitmation more practical. It's called suitmation, everybody, when someone wears a suit, apparently. Suitmation. The first suit, weighing in excess of 100 kilograms, 220 pounds, consisted of a body cavity made of thin wires and bamboo wrapped in chicken wire for support and covered in fabric and cushions, which were then coated in latex. It was held together by small hooks on the back, though subsequent Godzilla suits incorporated a zipper. Prior to 1984, most Godzilla suits were made from scratch, thus resulting in slight design changes in each film appearance. The most notable changes from 1962 to 1975 were the reduction in Godzilla's number of toes and the removal of the character's external ears and prominent fangs, features which would all later be reincorporated in the Godzilla designs from The Return of Godzilla 1984 onward. The most consistent Godzilla design was maintained from Godzilla vs. Biollante 1989 to Godzilla vs. Destoria 1995, when the suit was given a cat-like face and double rows of teeth. Several suit actors had difficulties in performing as Godzilla due to the suit's weight, lack of ventilation, and diminished visibility. Haro Nakajima, who portrayed Godzilla from 1954 to 1972, said the materials used to make the 1954 suit, rubber, plastic, cotton, and latex, were hard to find after World War II. The suit weighed 100 kilograms after its completion and required two men to help Nakajima put it on. When he first put it on, he sweated so heavily that his shirt was soaked within seconds. Kinpachiro Satsuma, in particular, who portrayed Godzilla from 1984 to 1995, described how the Godzilla suits he wore were even heavier and hotter than their predecessors because of the incorporation of animatronics. Satsuma himself suffered numerous medical issues during his tenure, including oxygen deprivation, near-drowning, concussions, electric shocks, and lacerations to the legs from the suit's steel wire reinforcements wearing through the rubber padding. The ventilation problem was partially solved in the suit used in 1994's Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, which was the first to include an air duct that allowed suit actors to last longer during performances. In the return of Godzilla 1984, some scenes made use of a 16-foot-high robotic Godzilla dubbed the Cybot Godzilla for use in close-up shots of the creature's head. The Cybot Godzilla consisted of a hydraulically-powered mechanical endoskeleton covered in urethane skin containing 3,000 computer-operated parts which permitted it to tilt its head and move its lips and arms. This sounds like child abuse. No, it doesn't. In Godzilla 1998, <laughs> special effects artist Patrick Tadopoulos was instructed to redesign Godzilla as an incredibly fast runner. At one point, it was planned to use motion capture from a human to create the movements of the computer-generated Godzilla, 
but it was said to have ended up looking too much like a man in a suit. Tatopoulos subsequently reimagined the creature as a lean, digitigrade, bipedal, iguana-like creature that stood with its back and tail parallel to the ground, rendered via CGI. Several scenes had the monster portrayed by stuntmen in suits. The suits were similar to those used in the Toho films, with the actors' heads being located in the monster's neck region and the facial movements controlled via animatronics. However, because of the creature's horizontal posture, the stuntmen had to wear metal leg extenders, which allowed them to stand two meters, six feet off the ground with their feet bent forward. The film's special effects crew also built a one-sixth scale animatronic Godzilla for close-up scenes, whose size outmatched that of Stan Winston's T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Kurt Carley performed the suitmation sequences for the adult Godzilla. In Godzilla 2014, the character was portrayed entirely via CGI. Godzilla's design in the reboot was intended to stay true to that of the original series, though the film's special effects team strove to make the monster, quote, more dynamic than a guy in a big rubber suit. To create a CG version of Godzilla, the moving picture company MPC studied various animals such as bears, Komodo dragons, lizards, lions, and wolves, which helped the visual effects artists visualize Godzilla's body structure, like that of its underlying bone, fat, and muscle structure, as well as the thickness and texture of its scales. Motion capture was also used for some of Godzilla's movements. TJ Storm provided the performance capture for Godzilla by wearing sensors in front of a green screen. Storm reprised the role of Godzilla in Godzilla King of the Monsters, portraying the character through performance capture. In Shin Godzilla, a majority of the character was portrayed via CGI, with Mansai Nomura portraying Godzilla through motion capture. Well, that's where we're going to end Godzilla. It's too bad for everybody, because there's so much more to talk about with Godzilla. You should check out the page. Godzilla is an awesome creature who will decimate your city. Love you, buddy. Love you, Godzilla, and love your reptar. This has been the Wikipedia page for Godzilla, part two of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your gigantic Godzilla suit. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.